morning, guys. Welcome to the Amateur Parenting Podcast, where you can get real-life, unsolicited advice and encouragement from real-life amateur parents. I'm Luke. And I'm Amy. And we, we have, have no, no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. Welcome back to a new episode of Amateur Parenting. I know it's been a couple weeks since we recorded one, but last week was just hectic for us and we were supposed to do an episode on mental wellness and we were not mentally prepared for that so we're going to kind of combo episode this week um, we're going to do mental wellness and spiritual wellness and we're going to talk about a little bit of both but before we do that Amy what's your Ina story for this week um, well Ina has been learning um, or doing a lot of mimicking lately um, <clears throat> things that we do or say, uh, what the other day we did so strong and yeah. like the muscle pose. And, uh, so she was doing that, although she kind of looked like Superman. Yeah. She just kind of like her arms out, thrust her <laughs> fist out. Um, and then also, uh, Luke's parents have two cows across the road from us. And, uh, so we always go through all the animal sounds that we have around the farm and his parents place. So we've been trying to get her to say moo. What does the cow say? Moo. Um, so she's finally been repeating it and even says it when, when we don't ask her to. Yeah, She'll she see sees the, the cows. cows. Yeah. And it's not like a very clear moo. It's more like a moo. Moo. And then the turkeys, if we do it first, she'll do for the turkeys. So that's been cool to hear. Yeah. So yeah, learning a lot, mimicking a lot. What's your story? I've got a story for you. <laughs> so we have to drive quite a ways to get anywhere. I think we've talked about that before on the podcast. Um, it's about a 20-minute drive to the nearest grocery store. Uh, sorry if that came through on the recording. And then a 40-minute to an hour drive to any city of any size. So... We were going to one such city, and it was about halfway mm -hmm. there. Um, On a back road the whole way. Yeah. Ina, we just hear her kind of, it sounds like she's choking in the car seat. And I, that's one of my worst fears is her choking. For some reason, like, I'm just terrified of her choking. And so I don't know what to do. <laughs> I think I had my hand back there already because she wanted to hold on she was yeah she was already a little upset yeah so i just you know had my hand wrapped around the back of the seat so she could hold on to it yeah so i kind of panic normally i'm pretty decent in stressful situations <laughs> but i kind of panicked and i was like swerving all over the road and trying to pull off and then i was like hey, this is not a good place to pull off so i whip it back on and there was a car behind me <laughs> and i was terrified that they were either going to rear-end us or um, call the cops on us because I'm sure it looked like I'm just an insane person driving. We finally pull into a driveway and it stinks. It smells like somebody died there. And the whole time we were, um, there, Amy was like, should we call the police? Like, what if somebody did die here? Cause we couldn't see, it smelled like, like road, like a dead animal or something, something dead. Yeah. But we hadn't seen anything yeah, we on couldn't the side see of the road. A deer or raccoon or anything on the side of the road. So anyway, we get back to Ina. Turns out she had thrown up everywhere. It was on the back of the seat. It and was in her car seat. My it was hand was all back over there, her. and I 
realized what she was doing and I was trying to catch it because, you know, I didn't want it all over everything yeah. and I thought I could just, you know, cup it. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> it was way too much to cup. You'd have to bowl it. But it was everywhere and she's only ever thrown up one other time before and that was when she was like exclusively breastfed. And so it went in our carpet floor, and we got that up. And it was, I think it was, like, in the middle of the night, it too. It didn't even smell that bad. It's no. just, like, breast milk. Yeah. That's all. But this was, like, squash, and <laughs> you know, it was awful. The worst thing. So Real we bummer. got... We are in this person's driveway, and there's a dog coming up and snarling and growling and barking at us. And I let him smell us. I even let him smell Ina, because she stinks. And he kind of <laughs> leaves us alone. We get her all cleaned up. We... Luckily, we had to change of clothes in the diaper well, and bag. Well, we did this in the the back hatch of the car. Yeah. We got her out. We put her back there to change her, and we had to take off you know, all her clothes. Yeah. And she was covered. He used wipes to wash her and wash the, what we could off the car seat. Yeah. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. One of the most gross things I've had to do as a parent. Um, but, yeah, that was we had to make the decision, too. We're halfway to Mount Airy, which is where we're going. Like, do we go back or do we continue? So Amy fed her. Um, she was and fine. She, yeah, she, once it was up, like she, there was nothing wrong with her. The only thing was putting her back in the car seat. She was upset because mm -hmm. she just doesn't like to be in the car seat. So yeah, we went on and we said that if she has any more problems, we'll go home. But there's nothing else that whole day. So yeah. Just a random vomit. Yeah, projectile. It was gross. I wish... I, I No, I don't wish I could have seen it, but <laughs> I just want to know, like, how it got everywhere. Was it just, like, exorcism vomit or Ew. pea soup? I don't know. Right. Anyway, so that's our story. That's my story. Um, oh, before we get into our topic, though, we need to announce our winner of our giveaway... So, Amy, do you mind giving us a drum roll? I don't, I don't have anything. Okay. Well, that's great. <laughs> I don't have a purpose. <laughs> Our winner is... There. Okay. Hannah Lawson. Um, Hannah is actually a close personal friend of ours, and it's not that reason that she won. It's because she's the only one to do the giveaway. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Hannah, you are the winner, the official winner. You get a of pair of Beautiful Beginnings mugs. mugs some Creekside coffee, coffee from Springs of Life mm -hmm. Camp. And I will draw you a sticker. Draw you a sticker. There was something else. Oh, we're supposed to be getting a children's she book in the mail. She never responded. Oh. So I'm not sure if she's doing it or not. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is how organized we are. It's a good thing Hannah doesn't have kids. Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> um, we'll get her one when she does have a child. Okay. All right. Well, I guess without further ado... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have one more announcement. Sorry. Um, this is going to be our last episode for this season, but we will be coming back in the spring... No, you told me not to say the spring because we don't know. The first quarter. Yeah. Sometime in 2021, in the beginning of that year, um, we're going to be doing a new season on stories. Um, we're going to take birth stories, parenting stories... Um, even like people, well, we don't have anything lined up, but any stories that relate in any way, shape or form to parenting, we're just going to interview your everyday people and talk to them and see their experiences and not really any kind of topics or anything like that. Just 
talking more to people. More of a fun season. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get some get some insight into other people's life. So that's what we're going to be doing. If you have any stories that you want us to be in, uh, to include to include <laughs> in the series, you can send us an email at amateurparentingpodcast at gmail.com. I had to think of what it was. Um, and yeah, we'll be happy to interview you, talk about your experiences with parenting and include you in next season's podcast episodes things all right now we will get into our topic of the week as you may know the amateur parenting podcast is a branch off of beautiful beginnings amy and i founded beautiful beginnings to share and show the love of christ with underserved families of newborns we do this by supplying them with baby necessities connecting them with community resources and encouraging them through relationships to learn more about what we're doing and how you can support us please visit www.bebeginningsministry.org. That's www.bebeginningsministry.org. So we are going to be talking about mental wellness. Um, But before I do that, I need to apologize for an error in our opening segment because we recorded that a little earlier today. And in between then and now, we found out that we are going to be doing our spiritual wellness uh, um, interview with Chris and Amanda oh, next week. That's okay. what he was talking about. So we're going to bump our spiritual wellness to next week. So this week we're just going to be talking about mental wellness, which is good because they're both big topics and it would be a lot to crunch them into one episode. So I'm going to, we're going to kind of do this as a, uh, like almost like an interview. Uh, I'm going to interview Amy and then she's going to interview me and, yeah, does that sound good to you? Yep. This is the first time Amy's hearing any of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Ina is awake and playing with a Nerf gun right now, so um, okay, if you okay. hear any shots fired, <laughs> just kidding, it's not loaded. <laughs> All right, so Amy, let's talk about mental wellness. What are some of your... Well, let's start with the present, I guess. What is What are some of your present struggles? Um, well, present, past, ongoing uh, anxiety is one of the biggest ones for me. Um, that kind of... It was different after having Ina. Um, and, you know, they warned me that I could experience some postpartum anxiety or depression um and I felt like I didn't experience at least too much I I guess there are um spec there's a spectrum too some women experience really bad um you had what they call like the baby blues I don't think it was anything deeper than that really yeah I mean it didn't help that we were isolated with COVID and all that stuff too like three months after, um, no, just two months after. But I guess the biggest anxiety I experienced was um, social anxiety, and it was mostly for the sake of like protecting Ina. I didn't want her to go to anyone that I felt uncomfortable with, and not that I didn't like. I mean, this was family I'm talking about. We're not mm-hmm. like with strangers or anything, but. Um, yeah, we'd hand her to the Walmart greeter, but... <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Um, yeah, it's just feeling comfortable with the environment, with the amount of people, like having everything line up is what I needed. And so that's why it was just, it was stressful. And, and honestly, um, Luke's family, I mean, I, I'm very thankful that I get along with his parents so well. Um, and he's close with his parents and immediate family and his extended family, aunts, uncles, grandmas. Um, they get together pretty frequently throughout the year. Frequently. Frequently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've only been married. Well, right when we had her, it had only been a year. And Not we'd only even. dated for six months before that. Mm -hmm. And so I hadn't been around his family that much. I mean... I liked them from the polite few encounters at dinners and stuff that I had had, but I I'm, still wasn't super laid back with them. Uh, and so it was very challenging for me with Luke's family more so. I did struggle with some of my family too at times, but where I know them, I've grown up with them my entire life, uh, it was easier. And I didn't really help with that either because I'm kind of... I'm a loner anyway, and so even with my family, like, I'm a little standoffish, and I'll get involved in a conversation here and there, but mostly I just sit back and people watch. That's what I do in every social situation. And so, like, even when you were exposed to my family before having her, it was in that capacity, like, you know, polite conversation, every now and then jumping in on a conversation. But we but, were in the background. yeah. Yeah. But, of course, when you have a baby, you are the center of attention. Yeah. And I mm. absolutely hate that. Yeah. Anyways. And so, yeah. So, since having Ina, that's really what I've struggled with this year. Um, in the past month, it has significantly decreased that that yeah. type of situation. Um, and it's a lot is because she's getting older and I'm getting used to her being around you know, I'm getting used to more family being around and her being around other people and she's getting older you know she's exploring the world I don't feel like I have my tiny brand new baby that is just I don't want to expose her to anything but she's eating chicken poop and stuff she's good yeah yeah one morning <laughs> I, we forgot to sweep the night before and one morning I caught her I was washing dishes, and she was crawling through the kitchen, just eating things off the floor <laughs> that we had dropped the night before, and that was pretty gross. Right now, she's sticking her fingers in a Nerf gun, and she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you got this. Yeah. So, that's... Are you finished talking about your present struggles? You got more? Um... Nice, long... Silence. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of several other events. That that was, I guess, the the biggest struggle out of all my anxiety. Yeah. Um, so we finally, my grandma will never, ever, ever listen to a podcast, so I can say this. <laughs> um, we finally allowed grandma to hold Ina. Well, she held her right away when she first was born. Oh, that's right. But we, we kind of struggled with that Oh yeah. in between there. But my grandma recently broke her back and... So she couldn't really do a lot of holding. 
and a lot of moving. So, that's the <laughs> that ideal, was, yeah. ideal time for her it's to hold awful, her. It's awful, but yeah, she got to hold her with a broken back, and she's like, "Oh, I can't do this very long." We're like, "Oh, that's okay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, my poor grandma. She's doing good though. I'm I'm not saying like she's in a hospital or anything. She's at home and improving, and she's doing very good now. So, <laughs> praise God. <laughs> Um, well, what about your past struggles? What, is, what have you been that still are ongoing today? Mm-hmm. I mean, you talked about anxiety. Is there anything else that was in the past that still affects you? Um, anxiety. I've gone through spells of depression. Um, not getting too deep, but uh, I come from a split family. And that happened when I was four. So, of course, that comes with its issues. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, my mom passed away when I was 15, so that ripped a big hole in my life and uh, flipped everything upside down. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess just dealing with those and uh-huh. what that brought with it. Um She thinks that we're talking to somebody on the phone and she really wants to be a part of it. You can talk from there. You can talk. You want to talk? Can you see something? What does a cow say? Mm. Moo. Mm. (laughs) Moo. That's been a new one. Did we we mention that earlier? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's here and. She likes to talk on the phone with her family, so now she thinks that she's talking on the phone. Um, so, yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> deep, dark past. And I... I was distracted by this, this present situation. <laughs> I have no way to respond to it. I kind of had a, an idea of what you were going to say. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I, I've gone through some stuff and, uh, <laughs> that, that had... Has some lasting issues. You're not going to give me anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's move on then. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I didn't have much time to mentally prepare for this. (laughs) I'm sorry. We had two weeks, technically. Well. How how have these struggles changed being a parent? I mean, you talked about the social anxiety. What other ways has anxiety and depression and just your past how has that affected you as a parent um well it's made me more aware of you know what Grab Daniel. i do and don't want ina exposed to um setting up a healthy environment for her to grow up in um you know whether that's being more intentional with her, uh, making up for the things that I didn't get uh, from my growing up, um, but also how my mood and what I'm going through and the feelings and actions and everything, whatever I'm going through, how it can affect her. Um, Where when I was a single woman or even just Luke and I, um, I can be a little more open about that because Luke can understand better of what I'm experiencing. Ina has no idea and 
it can impact her negatively because she can't understand what I'm going through. But when I'm upset and sad or, yeah, Mm -hmm. um, just making sure that I'm expressing myself to her in a helpful manner. Yeah. Not not suppressing my feelings, but just not letting your emotions get the best of you, and yeah, you know, and we're trying to teach her how to control emotion and understanding emotion. Yeah, not letting it hurt her when yeah. she doesn't understand what the situation is or what I'm going through. Yeah. All right, you monkey. Um, well, I have one more question for you, and then you can pass the baton to me. Okay. Um, how do you cope? <laughs> With anxiety. Well, that's the one that I keep thinking of. Yeah, well, that's the the biggest thing. Um, Be honest. Sometimes it's really hard. (laughs) Um, When I'm in a very clear state of being, um, I do know things that trigger and upset me more. Um, Food is a big one that's big for everyone. I mean... That's why gut health and all that is so important. What you put in you affects everything in you. Um, So, yeah, certain foods to avoid, certain foods to eat um, help. Um, When I am really struggling, I'm, I'm super sensitive, and my sister explained it that I'm a highly sent highly sensitive introvert um and so like that's why my hair bothers me so much when I'm in a uncomfortable or anxiety ridden state mm-hmm. um heat really affects me um seat belt anything across yeah the- anything slightly just irritating me um and so if I can kind of, I mean, I can't always, I mean, those are little things, but if I can kind of control those, it can help me, um, in the moment. Um, also breathing, which I'm not good at. Um, although when preparing for labor, I mean, months in advance, my midwives had me practicing breathing, um, to prepare, you know, for the pain of giving birth. And breathing is such an important thing for any hard situation, mm-hmm. whether you're just crying and sad, whether it's anxiety, you know, you're angry, just deep breaths. Um, it's a stabilizer. Yeah. And that's something that I really want to... Um, teach Ina from a young age because I mean you know kids and how they get overwhelmed when they're frustrated and angry and upset and teaching her to take deep breaths before we overreact more um so that is a big one (laughs) she's making as much noise as she possibly can um yeah Luke has it's a struggle sometimes for him but yeah. uh, he is very good about getting me at least at the end of the day to 
to break it down and, and talk about if something's really bothering me. Because a lot of times I will, depending on what the situation is, I will close up because I feel like I know I'm overreacting or I think I'm overreacting and I shouldn't be, so I just try to suppress it and that doesn't help at all. <laughs> um, well, it was just last Saturday, not yeah. yesterday, not this right. past, but the one before. That's the whole reason why we didn't do the podcast yeah. last week. Is we because, were not mentally well last yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> we had a, a horrible weekend and I mean, it was like we were just at each other's throat and it was everything that we could do to not kill each other it seemed like i don't like. think it was that bad no, it was just i feel like we haven't reached that level no, yet but we were both just so stressed out and yes. we didn't know and how frustrated to, at each other for dumb yeah, things yeah we didn't know how to express it without blowing up and yeah. i mean we didn't ever blow up which i'm very proud of us for that we eventually aggressive. yeah <laughs> we eventually did just get it out mm -hmm. all out on the table and dealt with it and yeah, I mean, it hurt my feelings, and I'm mm -hmm. sure it hurt your feelings, but we understood, and we moved on. Like, we teased each other about it. Yeah, we had a good night that night. I do remember that. We just... Got it out. Yeah, tickled each other in the kitchen. Outfit it wasn't even, on Ina. Not even a euphemism. <laughs> hey, I had forgotten why you were mad at me. I had It to. wasn't even that I bad. had to. It was not. It was just... <laughs> It was brown pants. No, it was not a bad outfit. It was just that I was not wanting her to wear that that day. <laughs> I'm sorry. It had Christmas trees on it, but they were like on the back of trucks. So it was cute, I thought. I promise. And it was the first thing I found in her drawer. I promise we've resolved the problem. Yeah. We'll just never now let it can, go. Now we can joke with each other and we love each other and we understand that. That's how things go. I'm sorry. I just kind of took over your I know. interjection. Um, so, yep. That's how I cope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to ask me some questions Somewhere. now? You want to be the interviewer? <clears throat> I don't know why I'm clearing my throat. Just ask those questions again. I didn't rewrite them. Okay. Um, so, what are some of your present struggles? Um, and the very present, it's this baby crawling up my legs. Oh, when uh, I'm having a rough day. Sorry, I gotta interject. Yeah, yeah. And I have to relocate this child 50 times in yeah. order to do one simple task that should have taken me five minutes. Oh gosh, that you didn't stressful. talk about her crawling. Stress. Stress is the other one. Yeah. It's, it, to me, it coincides with anxiety. Just yeah, my family, like heretically. If we're not stressing, something's wrong with heretically? us. Her hereditarily? Her <laughs> I think heretically is like you're a heretic. <laughs> her family is just a bunch of heretics. <laughs> hereditarily. Hereditary? Whatever it is. Hereditary. If we're not stressing, something's wrong with us. So that's yeah, why that's we have true. issues. Okay, uh, how are you struggling? Well, wait, 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 wait. Talking about her... <laughs> Uh, having to relocate. Yesterday we were kind of doing some yard work and <laughs> I look and Amy is at our blueberry bushes which none of you have except maybe Hannah Just has a visual reference. Yeah. Um, and Amy is sitting there working getting some leaves around the bushes and I'm like where's Ina? And I look and Ina is like at least 50 feet away, just crawling through the yard and no cares yeah, at all. She realized normally we can just set her in the grass and she just kind of plays right there with the leaves and grass. 
but she realized that she can go places yeah. now, and so she took off, and so I had to run after her, put her back next to me. I wonder if it's because I mowed. Hmm. I mowed yesterday, and so she was experiencing a flat landscape <laughs> for the first time. She couldn't make it through the jungle yeah. before. Uh, anyway, all right, you can ask now. Present struggles. Present struggles. Um, stress, for sure. Yep. Uh, I am... <laughs> Alcoholic. What? You're gonna be an alcoholic? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> uh, Not an issue we have <laughs> yet. Uh, I guess I am a workaholic, which is surprising to me because that's not my typical personality. I do have an addictive personality, which is why I stay away from You're certain things. You're to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ha. I'll give you a quarter of a ha too. Um. Yeah, so I guess I have become a little bit of a workaholic. I've become addicted to my work. Um, Can I say something about that? Yeah. By workaholic, it's mostly that the addictive part. You need habits and structure, and so you make your lists. You Everything has to be ordered and planned and strategic in order for you to be able to get it done. And yeah. so and nothing can interfere. That means you're always working. You're always going so yeah. that you go to the next step and the next thing and the next thing. You have it all set out. And, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> if anything interferes, like, I'm done for that day. Like, you can't mess with my schedule or the whole thing is messed up. So, yeah. Don't shoot me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, stress, is, yeah. stress has been a big one for me. Um just financial stress, emotional stress, beautiful beginning stress, all of it. Um, and it stressing about a podcast. Stressing about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we're almost done with this season. This is why we're doing it in seasons now because it just after like three weeks it becomes overwhelming. So, uh, but we're we're really I'm at least really glad that we're doing this. Uh, I support you. Thank you. You're here with me, and I'm proud of you for that. Uh, yeah, stress, stress, stress. Hey, interviewer. Was that it? Yeah, stress. Okay. stress. <laughs> <laughs> You're stressing me out right now. <laughs> How about some past struggles? Uh, anxiety has been a big past struggle. Can I see? I have notes on all of this. Oh, you had time to prepare. Yeah, <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> I just need to. I need to have a Google Doc with show notes. So when I prepare the the podcast, I almost said sermon. When I prepare the just podcast. Don't email it to me. I'm going to send it to you, and you you have ample opportunity then. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> enough of us fighting. <laughs> um, my past struggles. A lot of anxiety. Um, I actually went and saw a therapist about this at one point because I was working at a crappy job at a crappy place and in a lot of crappy situations because of that. And, yeah. What? Oh, is just, it relevant to this at all? It is about the therapists. Oh, yeah. Um, so I struggled with anxiety and all these issues. And, um, Whoa. Actually, about a month or so, maybe it was a couple months before I met you, um, I had gone to, I guess it was more of a counselor, 
uh, um, yeah, that's therapist. Yeah. But um, and at the time, I really felt like I was in a pretty comfortable place. I had at least I gotten out of a bad situation, um, a relationship, and uh, I was on the <clears throat> I don't need a man sort of run and no. um, confidence-wise, I was doing okay. But I went anyways and uh, was going to just work on some stuff. And But then I met Luke and <laughs> I stopped going to the therapist. I, I don't think I ever knew this. Oh, uh, yeah. I uh, I mean, I had no reasons. I had no anxieties and stress Aww. ever again. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to go see one again. <laughs> What's her number? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I went and I saw a counselor i guess a counselor is a better word because i don't i saw her a couple times and i made sure i picked a christian um you can find a lot of that information online yeah um and if you are a christian if you are a jesus follower um that is very important yeah. i mean that's not to say that non-christian therapists don't know what they're talking about they are very knowledgeable in psychology and all that but that is a key thing. It, I mean, that's why we're talking about mental wellness um, and then going into spiritual wellness. I mean, it mm. kind of, it all aligns. All of this wellness we're talking about aligns, ultimately aligns with your spiritual health. Yeah. And so, um, as a Christian, that is important to make sure you're getting it. Not just what's good for you, but... Yeah, not, you don't want to treat yourself mentality mm-hmm. um and i'm not saying that all secular therapists will do that or anything but <clears throat> for me it was important that they had a biblical understanding like yeah. they could not only understand my experience but they understood my faith mm-hmm. they understood um that i'm not here to fix myself i'm here to better myself in whatever way i can here on earth but understanding that i'm a fallen human being and i can't be perfect that kind of thing so yeah that was really important for me um yeah so this anxiety though that i have a lot of people don't realize that i have a lot of anxiety because i'm typically a a cool and collected gentle person like i i don't think anybody has ever accused me of being high strung or anything like that but inside of me, there's like these monsters just raging with anxiety and frustration. And anytime I get a little bit of um, espresso in me, it all starts to come <laughs> out. And I'm just like, yeah, today Amy got me, uh, we went to Starbucks and Amy got me whatever she gets me with two shots of espresso. And I, yeah, it just all comes out. <laughs> um also, one of the things that I learned about myself through this counselor is that I uh, have a tendency to catastrophize things. And basically, I make mountains out of molehills, which I think is the case with anybody with anxiety. Uh, like the kind of choking. Yeah, yeah. Any little thing about her and I immediately freak out. I mean, that's especially true. That's really loud. <laughs> She just gave her the loudest toy. That's especially true at night. Like I don't know if you've noticed that, yeah. but anytime I hear a cough or anything, I'm like freaking out, asking if she's okay, and 
making you check on her. <laughs> I'm a horrible father. She is and on my been... side of the bed. I'll give you that. Um, and also playing the victim uh, that falls into that category because I think like the world is my problem and uh, woe is me and I like to throw myself little pity parties mm-hmm. and bake myself a nice little pity cake and he's pretty pathetic when he's sick i I am (laughs) i really am even when it's just like barely sick um but yeah and then i also like the typical fears being alone losing control going crazy all those things oh all that stuff and that's a little deeper than I want to get into, but <laughs> yeah, it's ground level. Okay. Sorry. You need the next question. All right. So past and present. Yep. Um, how have they changed as a parent? I need to look at my notes again. I'm sorry. I can't do this. I wrote these how notes like two weeks ago. Um, well, I think you mentioned this more aware of how I handle stress. Mm-hmm. Um, cause Ina is learning. <laughs> from me uh and it's not necessarily healthier in a lot of ways sometimes it's just more or less noticeable um i want to hide these things from Ina. i don't want her to see me stressed so therefore i handle them in bad ways uh (laughs) eating i don't know if uh, don't fall um i tend to eat my stress eat my feelings yeah this is all going to be great on a podcast what are you doing (laughs) um why are you laughing right now i'll tell you later (laughs) okay um yes i tend to eat my stress eat my feelings and that's not healthy for sure uh and i also tend to get want to distract myself and that kind of leads me back into that workaholic thing i just got to keep moving i got to keep doing this otherwise if i sit and think i'm gonna lose it i'm gonna go crazy so the fix it problem hmm fix it problem yeah i am a fixer well but if you can't fix it then you give up yeah i don't do anything with it and that's been a struggle for us in our marriage Mm -hmm. because you can't uh, fix me right i'm always broke (laughs) Yeah, your toes, you and your feet. <laughs> Something always wrong with your feet. Uh, but understanding, like, I can't fix Amy. There's nothing that I can do. And not that she needs to be fixed. Like I said, we're all fallen human beings. There's some things that we all need to work on, but I can't do that for her. And that's a struggle for me because I'm a fixer. I want to control and fix things. Especially and, when you see me in whatever situation I'm in. and You know you can't do that. And you don't want me to be in the state I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. How do I, when you're being anxious about something really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, how should I rearrange the living room today? <laughs> the 50th time this week. I think I brought that anxiety <laughs> to you. Oh, I feel it. <laughs> when you're just sitting here looking with your hand on your cheek. Um. Yeah, I don't know how to handle those situations because it's a very easy fix. Just stop it. (laughs) But that doesn't work. And I can't do that for you. Like, I can't do that to you because then I'm going to make it worse by telling you to stop it or giving you advice when you don't need advice. You need 
to figure these things out with God, basically. Or sometimes, well, that, but even sometimes just personally with you, I don't need you to talk to me or fix me, but I need your just presence. presence. Yeah, that one's really hard. But in a certain way, because <laughs> yeah. sometimes I don't want you too close, but then I do. Yeah, that one, that <laughs> might be the biggest struggle is when you want me there, but you don't want me to say anything, you don't want me to do anything, and you want me to not touch you <laughs> be but don't go anywhere no don't go anywhere that'll ruin everything <laughs> um oh yeah uh yeah yep 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 and being more intentional of turning to god um i want ina to learn that for sure that we whenever we feel unwell whether it's physical or mental or especially spiritual we turn to god for that and he is our source of healing for all of those things. Okay. I'll add to that. Um, and it, it kind of goes along with the, you know, why getting a Christian counselor is, is important. Um, a lot of my anxiety, I mean, I can pinpoint it to, you know, not really big problems. A lot of times it can be some little stress, like I, doing something in the house or, you know, my day just started off wrong, but at the end of the day, too, um, if I haven't spent or been spending quality time in prayer, um, in reading, and mm-hmm. being in the Word and being with Christ, you know, actively throughout the day, um, I can tell that that is the root of why I've been feeling the way I have, and prayer and reading um journaling which i have not done in a very long time um but if i start those up again if i start getting back into that i can see a significant change in my mental health and well-being um it doesn't cure every problem i still have them most of the time but i can handle it with a better heart and I mean, ultimately, I am focused it's on God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a lot of what trusting is. It's not always like trying to say, hear God and like hoping he just handles it. I mean, knowing he will. But if I can just focus on him mm-hmm. and not on the issue, then that's how he takes care of it. Uh, there's um, a song their lyrics is something like that something about look at the cross I don't know it's that song just be held by casting mm-hmm. crowns I know the song but I can't think of the exact lyrics when I see laid the, at the feet no it wasn't oh. that it's basically comparing looking at your situation versus looking at the cross mm-hmm. where your eyes need to be fixed because if you look at your situation our situations are almost always helpless and that's hopeless. also not doing the whole, what would Jesus do no. in this situation? It's and it's just, not even ignoring your problem. It's seeing it through a different lens. Well, I even... Well, okay, yes, yes. But what I'm, I guess, getting at for me is, like, just focusing on who he is. Mm-hmm. And then, then, then by doing that, I don't even think about the problem. And at the, later, I look back and see that, oh... He, he fixed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to it anymore or, you know, it wasn't as big a deal. 
Hey, excuse um, me, young lady. But yeah, sorry. Excuse I'm taking me. up most of this it's okay. episode now. Ina's trying to be a troll under the bridge of my legs. Oh. Um, so let's go on to the next question. Um, so how, what are ways that you cope? Um, well, you mentioned structure. Mm-hmm. That's not always a good way, but that is a way that I do cope. Mm-hmm. And there's like a healthy way. There's a yeah. Sometimes it can become an leaning towards an OCD almost, mm-hmm. um, just needing things perfect and exact, and then that stresses you out because I yeah. come home and like I need to wash all the dishes, I need to do all the laundry, I need to sweep the floor, I need to get this cleaned and that cleaned, and then I need to do my work and. I have a to-do list that's four miles long, and if I don't get it all done, the world is going to cave in on me. And ah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so structure is really important to me. Uh, and then the most important and the healthiest is just finding refuge in God. Like you said, just focusing on Him and running to Him, knowing that if I don't check off all my to-do boxes this today, then it's okay. Like, I have... To focus on the eternal things, not just today and not just tomorrow. You better hurry up. Yeah, I is ready for bed. So let's wrap up with uh, our verse for this week. It's Psalm 56, 3. It says, when I am afraid, I will trust in you. And this indicates a decision that we have to make. Like Amy said, we have to make that decision to get up early sometimes or stay up later whenever it works best for us. To read the Bible, to be in prayer, to spend time with God and trust in Him. Not just uh, whenever we feel overwhelmed, we just <laughs> give Him our stress. That doesn't really work that well for us. <laughs> we have to be prepared in advance by spending that time with Him and trusting in Him and fixing our eyes on Him. So, Ina is giving all the cues that she's ready for bed and... Now she's going to attack the phone if I don't wrap it up. So let's wrap it up. Can I pray real quick uh-huh. on the We're gonna pray. podcast? We're going to pray, Ina. You gonna you cool with that? Okay. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for um, this podcast and just being able to minister to people that we don't even know. And I pray that you'll help us to build relationships with those people. And that would be really cool. And just hearing how uh, our stories have impacted their lives and how you have worked through us in this. And Lord, I pray for um, Amy and myself and Ina and our mental mental wellness and pray that we will fix our eyes on you and not on our problems, not on our situations, but not on our stresses and our emotions, but completely on you and allow all the rest to fly away like chaff in the wind and just pray that you will... um, Help us to solve big problems um, biblically and wisely with wisdom um, through you and through godly counselors. And Lord, if there's anybody that's listening to this today that doesn't know you, I pray that they will come to know you, that they can have that eternal refuge in you. And if there's anybody out there that's really struggling with mental um, wellness now, whether it be just stress and anxiety or something deeper or darker, I pray that you will give them healing and that they will seek the help that they need um, for that situation. And we thank you for all that you do and for all your goodness and your love for us. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen.
All right, so real quick, I want to wrap up because while I was praying, I just happened to think of this um, little disclaimer, I guess. We're going to do it during the prayer. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just, it did come to my mind, so I did kind of incorporate it into my prayer. But uh, you know, Amy and I are not mental health experts. We have never studied it at all, really. We don't know what we're doing half the time. Um, sort of know our own issues, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. It's that. So uh, don't take our advice as gospel truth. <laughs> you know, if you have struggles, seek help. Seek godly counselors. Uh, and you're, if it's an issue that can be resolved with just your pastor or your mentor, then you know, take it up with them. If it's something that needs a little bit more um, help, you know, find a, somebody that's a licensed therapist or counselor or whatever the case may be. You're going to get her started. Or... Okay. She's okay. Um, and if it's something that needs attention now, and don't, don't wait for that. Um, if you're having thoughts of suicide, if you're depressed, anything like that, then you know, seek that help now immediately. Um, and I want to encourage you. I don't have the suicide hotline off the top of my head. We'll be posting it to our Instagram account. Um, you can easily Google that. It's the first thing that comes up. I think even if you look up anything related to suicide, it's the first thing that comes up. Um, reach out to them. It's a secular organization that does that. But when you need immediate help, you take immediate help wherever you can get it. And um, I pray that you guys will... If you're having those thoughts, if you're struggling that in that way, you'll take advantage of that and just find the help that you need. Uh, if there's anything that we can help you with, yeah, please feel free to reach out to us. You, you know the email address. You know the, all of our Instagram handles and whatnot. Um, I just ask that if there's something that we can help you with, that um, let us know, and we'll be happy to guide you through whatever is going on. If, whatever we see fit to if you need further help or whatever the case may be um, and ultimately of course trust in god for all your problems and he is faithful to deliver you um, he's faithful to give you peace and hope and joy and all the fruits of the spirit that he gives us so i guess that's about it Ina is ready for bed and we need to peace out so I hope you guys have a great week, and we're looking forward to next week. We're going to be interviewing Chris and Amanda Hughes. I'm not sure when that will be released. It probably will not be on Tuesday. Um, we'll see how it all works out, but um, that will be released next week. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. This week is Thanksgiving. So, yeah, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with family, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Amateur Parenting Podcast. We hope you received encouragement and maybe a chuckle or two from today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Amateur Parenting Podcast and leave us a review wherever you listen to us. We are praying for you to run with endurance the race set before you and glorify God even in the mundane moments. Toodles!